Today is August 15th, 2017, and this is the 57th episode of the Marshall Report. Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about some changes in KW, what's going on in the real estate market, interest rates, Toronto and Vancouver, Kingston, garbage, money, and tech. Let's get on with the show. Let's start with Waterloo Region news and views. I learned recently that Waterloo Region has a higher percentage than the Ontario average of a millennial generation, those aged 15 to 34. That's right, we're younger than you think. Millennials make up 28% of our population. I also learned that when you buy a house in Waterloo, you get a bill from the city to set up your tax account. The new account setup fee is $68.50. I've never liked so-called administration fees. From the Department of Nudge, we learned that four months into our new waste collection rules, Waterloo Region residents are adopting the green bin. The new green bin tonnage topped 2,000 tons compared to 880 tons the previous June. Good things happen when you give people hard choices. In Kitchener, there's a new proposed development at 588 through 600 Queen Street South. It replaced an auto repair shop and a two-story building that was uh, home to Nougat Bakery and Delicatessen. If approved, it'll be an 11-story, 102-unit condo tower beside the Iron Horse Trail. And finally, in terms of bacon, Kitchener-Waterloo spends 20% more than the national average on it. We're not obsessed with it, like Calgary, Edmonton, and St. John's. There, they spend an average of $70 a year on bacon. Here in Kitchener-Cambridge-Waterloo, we spend $59 a year. The national average is $49 a year. In Canadian real estate news, we haven't had a downturn really since 1991. It took from 1991 to 2004 for house prices to recover. The problem is that most of us have thought the good times go on forever. And now the average Canadian home price is down 10% since April. Changes to Ontario housing policy made in late April have clearly prompted many home buyers in the greater Golden Horseshoe region to take a step back and assess how the housing market is doing, how it's absorbing these changes. Average prices are expected to cool slightly in the next year. Most real estate agents and homeowners don't want to see a crash, but that might actually be the best option for the market. Sharp drops are better than prolonged, smaller, negative numbers. Downtrends are a natural part of the real estate cycle. So, failing to acknowledge their existence is just dumb. And in money, will interest rates go up again? The bank's next interest rates announcement is set for September the 6th. If the economy continues to do well, we could see the rate get hiked again. However, I wouldn't expect another rate hike until early 2018. Statistically, the last mortgage rate increase cost you about $53 more a month. As little as 6% of household disposable income was recently going towards debt, versus nearly 11% in 1990. Also in money, 
pre-construction development charges can add up to as much as $10,000 to your condo purchase, a surprise and substantial addition to the closing costs. Know your costs before you sign on the dotted line. Development levies are collected by the municipality to pay for various services, including sidewalks, parks, sewers, and subway extensions, as well as improvements to nearby police, fire, and health services. Know how your developer will be dealing with these costs. And there's something called never money. Unlike in the U.S., we don't have any kind of gift tax in Canada, which means if you have money you'll never spend in your lifetime, it's worth considering making a financial gift while you're alive to your kids to get started in life. The average gift size parents have given or would give their children was $24,000 nationwide last year. In households with income above $100,000, the average gift size was close to $40,000 last year. The Canadian Revenue Agency is serious about going after house and condo flippers. They want details about people who sign agreements with developers to buy condo units, but then assign that purchase agreement to another person before the units were constructed. In And in Toronto. I like to keep an eye on Toronto real estate market because what happens there has some impact on what happens here. CMHC says the Toronto housing market downturn will be short. The response we're seeing in the Toronto market seems almost emotional and a knee-jerk reaction to some of the changes, which suggests that these impacts will be short-lived. Property prices in the city should pick up again due to supply constraints and a stronger economy. The number of transactions are down, but prices not so much. Toronto cooled in terms of sales quite abruptly, on par with the 2008 and 2009 recession. But we don't really see much of a decline in prices yet. That takes time to happen if it happens at all. And Toronto's condo market hasn't been impacted like the rest of the housing market due to rents, resilience, and relative prices. Toronto real estate currently has two distinct markets. Detached homes are soft, but condos are fetching up to 50% more in some neighborhoods. And in technology news, Catalyst 137, a light industrial and office building in downtown Kitchener, will be the world's largest hardware technology hub when it opens this fall. The former Uniroyal Goodrich Tire Warehouse at 137 Glasgow was built in 1957. It was acquired in June of 2016 for $21 million, and the redevelopment has been going on since last July. The City of Waterloo has partnered with Honk Mobile to allow people to pay for extra parking time using an app on their phone. Starting in September, visitors to Uptown Waterloo can pay through the app after their free two hours parking expires. Toronto is North America's fastest growing technology market according to CBRE's fifth annual Scoring Tech Talent Report, which shows Canada's largest metropolis moving up six spots to number six out of 50 cities. Kitchener-Waterloo, Montreal, and Halifax are the other Canadian cities where the tech sector is having a positive impact on local office markets. And some miscellaneous news. I grew up in Kingston, so I take a casual interest in what's going on there. The Kingston Farmer's Market has some of the fastest food around. Zucchini strapped to the bottom of a set of wheels. They call it the Zucchini 500. It's kind of like the Lego races at the St. Jacob's Outlet Mall. 
Also in Kingston, they have a new monument that's getting a lot of attention. It's a life-size Kingston sign with the eye missing. People are standing where the eye should be and taking selfies. And speaking of signs, the residents living near the Hollywood sign are doing their very best to keep tourists out of the neighborhood. That sign, they say, defines the self-loathing, self-loving, self-generative, self-destructive city. And still out west, the Chinese are still hot for Vancouver. From an investment perspective, Vancouver is a mature real estate market and does not experience large market swings like those in Asia. China demands for Vancouver luxury real estate is not waning. And with the high number of immigrants, tourists, and international students from Asia flooding into Vancouver, the market has become ripe as the landing spot for another type of import, overseas restaurant franchises. For more on all these stories, please visit kwrealestatenews.com.